Okay, so we are we are on Vavamid Bays. We're Vavamid Bays. We're in the middle of a series of three kashas with the same two answers. Just just to just to you know refresh the background. The Gemara had brought two reasons for the Isra of our Mishnah. We finally started talking about the meat and potatoes of our Mishnah. The Gemara had brought two reasons as a Shaila and didn't really answer. The Gemara wanted to know, is the Isser to do business with an Ovek HaChavim, Lifnei uh, Idehen, is that because of Harvacha? So Harvacha means profit. What, what's, what's bad with profit? Nothing's bad about profit. But if he feels he was Marviach Kazu, if he feels he was, he was financially enhanced, he profited off of you, he's going to go and praise He's going to go and praise his Avedizar. Who cares if he praise Avedizar? In this pshat, it's also because that not only are you not allowed to praise Avedizar, not only really the classic love is going, not only you not are not only are you not able to swear in the name of Avedizar, you shouldn't cause others to mention swear in the name of Avedizar. Or praise of Avadizar. And therefore, you would be over on Layishoma Alpicha. That was the first. That was the first reason. Then the second reason, the second reason was Lifnaver. You're simply providing, you're simply providing him the wherewithal, the actual animal for Hakrava, the means to be makriv to, to his Avadizara. And therefore you're you're providing him, you're Ivan Lifnaiver, you're enabling an Isser. So those were the two reasons that the Gemara gave. And that was that was last week's discussion. Part two of just refresher background is is that the Mishnah has a list of several items, and each, and each item has two parts. Losses, the losses. Do business. Buy and sell. Lend and borrow in the like item sense. Car, bucket, shovel, shirt, an item. And and to lend and borrow. And finally, to collect and pay back debts. So it's it's a list of four, and actually in each one. Is like both is both halves. So the Gemara, the Gemara started, you know, with the uh, with Lahash Ilan. We're gonna have a series of three of the same Gemaras. We actually read two. We'll start again from the middle one just to to you know bring back the, the, the Sugya. And in each case, the Gemara asked, I understand in one direction why it would be Asr, but I don't understand in the other direction why it would be Asr. I understand why it would be Asr to lend, pay back, give, anything that actually benefits I understand the reason for the Asr. But in reverse, when you're the gainer, when you're the beneficiary, when you're the one making good over here, why would it be also? On the contrary, the guy would be in a bad mood. And we keep on finding a machlekes between Abaya and Rova. Abaya keeps on saying, you're right. 
on a pure basis, there's nothing wrong if you're the one that's getting it. On a pure basis, there's absolutely no reason to answer it. But all these things have a two-way street relationship. If you borrow from your neighbor sugar, expect your neighbor to expect your neighbor to borrow from you sugar. If you borrow your neighbor's car, expect your neighbor to borrow your car. Whatever you do to your neighbor, expect him to do back. So therefore, these items always travel together. So if you if you wanna if you wanna make sure that somebody doesn't lend to an Avikechavim, you first have to make sure you don't borrow from them. If you want to make sure you don't give to a Avikham, you have to make sure you don't take from Avikham. So therefore, Abaya will keep on answering. There's nothing wrong with that direction. The direction flowing from him to you, there's nothing wrong with it. There's no there's no Avedizara, there's no Lifnei Iver, there's no Asid, there's no there's no Asi um, to be Meshabech, to Azil Moide Leilekov. There's nothing wrong with that. But they travel together, so we answered one uh, because of the other. And Rava says, no, no. It, it's usher on its own. It's not simply usher because of Xero. There's a certain gishmak, a certain gishmak of someone needing to come on to you. There's a certain satisfaction. The, you know, you look and he goes, that guy's driving my car. There's a certain satisfaction that you have that you're, you're in a position to provide for others, and therefore, even when it's the other way street, even when it is the Eivikechavim giving you, benefiting you, helping you, even when it's the other way street, there is a there is a problem of azil umayda. There's a problem of marviach. So we we started the gemara. We read <coughs> the first the first one of these um, um, two answers. Let's start from the second and third just to get in the flow of it. So we are on Vav Amebez, four lines before the lines get medium. Bishleim al So it says, This is to lend and borrow money. Bishleim al once again, I understand you're not going to lend the money. Meaning, if someone's tight for cash and someone spots them alone, it's a mamash huge harvacha. I mamash couldn't write out a check yesterday, and today, guy lent me five grand. I have money in my I have money in my account. So I understand why you're not allowed to lend them because the kamar you're profiting them. And like we said, and like we said, he's going to go and praise his God, and you therefore are going to be over by dint of him praising his God. You're going to be over on 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 leisham apicha and man to borrow from them. Am I? I mean. There's nothing in it for the guy. There's nothing in it for the guy. Adarabah, you're a fat credit risk. You know, like, so, he, you know, he, he's not, he's not, you know, he's not happy. He lent you money. All day he's thinking, am I going to get the five grand back from the Jew? Am I going to get the five grand back from the Jew? That's all he's thinking about all day. That doesn't make him in a good mood. Samara so says, same two answers. You're right. To borrow from them is absolutely problem-free. It's just an association. And therefore, when you borrow, you're going to lend. Lending's a problem, therefore I want to misalik the whole Indian. No, nothing. No no lender-borrow relationship. I don't care which direction. Rav Amr once again. Kula Misham Da'azul 
it is gishmak. You know what I mean? Like that guy had to borrow money from me. They're like you know, like a, like this uh, chagrin. There's an irony. You're like ah, gishmak. You know, like I remember when I had to. Now I'm the one lending. There's a certain gishmak. And finally, lefiron ulefreya mehen. And this is something we're going to discuss at least for the rest of today. I mean, hope for sure for the rest of today. Maybe we'll finish it today. Borrowing and paying back, I mean, um, collecting and paying back a debt. So the Gemara starts off asking the same question. Bishlam Lepiron, to pay them back. You know, again, the guy's going to have $5,000 land in his checking account. The Yishmak. Bishlam Lepiron, to pay them back. Bishlam to come Marvachlohu. The guy has more money. Ella Lefroya Mehen, what is wrong with collecting from them? Like it's Geferlach. The guy <coughs> was enjoying the money, and then you get the collection notice in the mail, you get the collection agency, you get the knock on the door, and like, you know, the, co- the debt collector's coming to, to garnish and, and take his stuff. They get feral. Worst mood ever. Why can't you do that type of thing? You think he's going to praise his God? You are lessening him. You're making it less by him. You're taking away money from him. Abayah says, you're 100% correct. There's absolutely nothing wrong with collecting from him. You're right. There's nothing wrong with collecting. But once you get accustomed to collecting from him, you may slip and do the reverse. Pay him back. Rava Omar, Kulo Misham Rava says, once again, no, no, no. There's, a, there's always a Gishmak. Levi say, patted you up. We're going to talk about that more. And... And therefore, it's, it's inherently because of Azulamayda. The Paiskim point out, the Mepharshim point, the Rishonim point out. You see the theme in this Gemara that we basically don't have our Shaila anymore. The only frame of Isser that we're dealing with about dealing with a guy transacting with a guy three days before his Yantif is Mishum Harvach is the guy's going to be happy and he's going to praise his God and you're going to be over on the Yisham al the Gemara is not dealing we just had three Gemaras in a row the Gemara is not reckoning with Lifnaiver. Whenever it talks about why the Isra is, what the Isra is what extent the Isra is whenever the Gemara is dealing with the Isser, it's only dealing with the reason of Mishom Da'azilumayda. It's not dealing with Lifna'ivar, and that is the correct reason. Reason. Which is why, if you look at Rashi, the first Rashi in the Masahda. So the Masahda started, there is an Isser, there is an Isser for a person to transact with a guy three days before his Yom Tev. Says Rashi V'Kulahu, and all of these four Isurim, all these four transactions, Mishum Da'ozil Umoida La'avodis Kechavim B'yem Idai, because he's going to go and praise his God on his holiday, and you are therefore, by assisting, is going to be over on Yishama Al Picha. We asked at the time, and the Mepharshim asked at the time, Tais was very busy with this, Whoa, 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 whoa. That's one of two possible reasons the Gemara brought. There's also the Lefneiver aspect. Why is Rashi 
taking sides? Why is Rashi getting flashics? Why is Rashi only entertaining one side in the Gemara? In the first Rashi in the Masech, is already, already taking sides. The answer is because of this sugya we just had. That this sugya took 100% one side. And like, if you go through the nitty gritty, the first two times it came around, you could dance around it. The third time is a checkmate. Not, not because it brought it three times, but by the time you're coming to paying back, there is no, there's no reason it didn't say, it didn't say Lefnever, and the Gemara still avoided Lefnever, and that is the official reason, that's the maskana of the sugya, and that's why Rashi went with that. So bottom line is, first din of Armasech, it is also to transact with a guy three days before his holiday. Why? Because if he gets a profit, if he's marviach, if he gets financial gain in any way, he's going to go praise his God. And because of that, you are going to be over on la yishama You will have caused someone to praise an avodah and therefore your usher. And that is, that is like the full circle of, of that reason. Beautiful. Now, says the Gemara, basically, we just made the same point four times. Basically, why can't it just say once? No business with the guy. No business with the guy. Now, I myself will say business includes, transactions include buying and selling, lending and borrowing things, lending and borrowing money, and payment and collection of debts. All of those are examples of business transactions. Why did the Mishnah have to use four examples, each one being a two-way street, to say the point four times? Why couldn't it have said it each time? So now the Gemara, like it always does, is going to make it tzrichasa. It's going to make it all necessary because each one is a unique chiddish that I would not have learned on its own. Says the Gemara, v'tzrichi. We need several examples of the same point. So the classic one where all of the where all of the um, raid was is doing business, buying and selling. Mishum de Once again, and this is the official checkmate because he's going to profit. And he's going to praise his God and you are going to be over. So that's classic. Avalisha mehen to borrow. To borrow? What's wrong with borrowing? On the contrary, you're, you're, you're taking down his net worth. He doesn't have his shovel. He lent it to you. He doesn't have his car. He lent it to you. Who's praising their God? Shopper dummy, I could think that that's okay. And if it would say that kind of borrowing, because when you lend an item, there is a recognizable benefit, which means everyone knows what my car looks like, and everyone's going to see him driving my car. And like, yeah, that's going to be it. He had to, he had to borrow his car. And everyone's going to see him using my shovel. Remember, in those days, there was no such thing as mass-produced. Everything was unique. Everything was custom. So everyone's going to see him using my shovel. Everyone's going to see him using my wheelbarrow. So Mimela, the guy has a great satisfaction. That Jew is going to have to walk around with my item, with, you know, the designs on the side of, like, my God and my stuff, and he's going to have to be Meshubah to me. I have a little vice man, but cash is cash. There's no, 
No one recognizes the cash you borrowed from me. It's Tsarab Almahu. It's not a pain for the guy. I had to give him my money. I don't have use of it now. There's no glory in him walking around with my money. Right? It's, uh, he just has a pain from it. Omar Tov, when he says, return it to me, he's not going to give it back. This whole thing's a headache for me. So I could have made the case, yeah, yeah, yeah. To borrow, to borrow cash is for sure mutter from a guy. Okay. Vitana Lewis, ma'am. And if you if you say borrowing, I will force him to pay it back against his will. <coughs> a, a loan of cash is always callable. I can always call it. Which means I know I owe I lent the Jew money. Whenever I want the money, I knock on his door. I say, give me back the five grand. Says, but I don't have it. We'll find it. Go to his house. You live two houses away from him. If you don't, go to his house. Find it now. So, so a cash loan is always callable. I can always get it. So it's not that gishmak. And it's not, I mean, sorry, it's not that worrisome for a guy. There's no downside. So Mimelech, I thought, yeah, okay, there, there's a lot of gishmak that the, that the loser Jew has to come on to me. And there's not much fear because I can always call it. I can always call it. Therefore, in the meantime, ah, I have no, I have no worries about getting my cash back. In the meantime, it's like gishmak, that guy is my balchayv. Avalipara mehen, but to Take money from them. That I could really make the case. There is absolutely no geschmack in it for the guy. You, you knock on his door and you say, Reb the five grand you owe me, I want now. The guy has to dip in to his savings or whatever and get his five grand and give it to you. There is absolutely nothing geschmack in it for him. It's all bad. It, it, it's terrible. Says the Gemara, Avalipara mehen. But to collect from them, the Sule Hadri Zuzi, he's never going to see the money again. Emet Sarah Islay, that is a pain for him. And he's not going to praise his God because there's nothing good in this. So therefore, it's mutter. What is wrong with collecting a debt from a guy three days before his yantif? There's nothing good, there's no upside in it for him. Says the Gemara, Tzricha, yes there is, yes there is, which we're going to talk about right now, yes there is. There is a serious gishmak in crossing off a debt. There's a serious gishmak in not owing someone money anymore. And therefore, you're not allowed to do that before his yantif. But let's mamash talk about this now. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi says, no. He disputes this very point. Of course you're able to collect the debt from him. Is no gishmak. Says the Gemara, really? Rabbi Yehuda doesn't appreciate the psychological gishmak in erasing a debt. Now, we all know, what is, how do you describe the gishmak in erasing a debt? It's called short-term pain, long-term gain. No one has fun taking $5,000 and giving it to the next day. At the moment, it hurts. No one's going to dispute that. 
The moment that I have to actually reach into my pocket and take out and start counting 100, 200, 300, 400, 500, and start counting money to you, it's not good. It's not geschmack. But after like, that initial sting, you go back home and you look at your ledger and it's clean. Ah, that's a shiny geschmack. In halacha, this is called Meitzar loy achshav. Yes, it's painful now. It's geschmack afterwards. And that's the, like we said, that's the psychology of the Rabbanim. Why is it also to collect the debt from a day three days before his yantif? Because even though it's painful to actually count out the cash, after the initial pain fades and your ledger is clean, so the Chachamim hold that a human being is sophisticated enough to understand that, yes, there's temporary pain, but there's long-term gain. Rabbi says, no, you're allowed to collect from him. Asks the Gemara, does Rabbi Yehuda not appreciate the, the delayed gratification, the, the short-term pain, long-term gain, type of mindset? Is that what Rabbi Yehuda argues on? Frank the Gemara, Rabbi Yehuda who says you're allowed to collect the debt from a guy three days before his yantif. For less Rabbi Yehuda, Aval Bisha Meitzar Achshav Samechul Achazman, even though, even though it's painful now to fork out the money, Samechul Achazman. Now, we're not going to leave it at that. Like, does Rabbi Yehuda disagree with the psychology? I'll show you Rabbi Yehuda holds of the psychology. Vatanya, Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yehuda said, Leisasud b'mayid mipneshenivulhula. There is a certain type of um, cosmetic technique that women used to do in the olden days. And they used to put this nasty stuff on their face called sid. Sid's like lime or lye, like something like really, really nasty. It burns their face. And you would let that stuff, like um, it would be like a mask that they like schmear on, like in the spa. And then you peel it off. And like for initially... After the peel, your face is red and, and, and raw. But then afterwards, the skin is smooth. And it's and the Gemara says shiny. I don't know if that's a good thing, but in those days it was a good thing. It, it, it was beautiful. So the question is, can a woman do such a procedure on Cholomite? Well, do such a procedure on Cholomite. It's definitely long-term a good thing. In the end, she's going to end up looking better. But in the short term, it makes you look disgusting. So we're very close to home over here. We're talking about doing something painful and ugly now, but definitely enriching and benefiting down the line. A woman is not allowed to apply this treatment of Sid on Cholamayid because it makes her look disgusting. You're not, you shouldn't make yourself look disgusting on Cholamayid. Nothing to do with uh, Malacha or anything? No, there's no, no Malacha involved. No, you know, and it's not the it's just because of uh, it's disgusting you made yourself look disgusting on Cholomite it's not <laughs> what? I'm sure not on Cholomite <laughs> other times of the year it's okay oh yeah I mean I don't care what you do with yourself on a random Tuesday um but Reb Yehuda admits a sin treatment that you can peel 
on Cholomoid, if the benefit is going to happen on Cholomoid, then, then it's Mutter, Shetayflasi B'mayid, you could take, you could do the sid on Mayid. Afal pi she metzira achshav smechi lacharzman. Why? Because Rabbi Yehuda himself says everyone understands this concept that you're able to do something that is painful and not pleasant now because it's going to pay off later, and everyone has this realization that sometimes you do something that's you if you always do things that are only gishmak in the moment then you may not experience gishmak down the road and everyone understands this concept that sometimes you do something that right now is seriously not gishmak but at the end it's great so Rabbi Yehuda subscribes to this concept so then why does Rabbi Yehuda say you're allowed to collect a chayv from a guy three days for his yantif yeah you're right initially he's in a bad mood but avada Everyone knows this concept of Afa Pisha Mitsu Achshav Samech Lachazman. The Haraya Rabbi Yehuda holds of it by Chalamayid. Says the Gemara. Says the Gemara. Omer of Nachem Bar Yitzchak. Hanach Lehilchas Mayid. You can't bring a Raya to this topic from Halachas of Chalamayid. Dikulo Meitzer Achshav. If you look at all of the items that are mutter to do on Cholamayid, they all fall under that category. Which means, at the outset, you're not allowed to do any malach on Cholamayid. Cholamayid is the same as Yantif, and anything that would be Asr on Cholamayid, anything that would be Asr on Yantif would be Asr on Cholamayid. Anything that we permit on Cholamayid is which means you're allowed to invest in hard, unpleasant work now to net you a more geshmak Cholamayid. So says the Gemara, just because Rabbi Yehuda holds of the concept of even though it's not geshmak now, by Cholamayid, it doesn't mean he holds of it by collecting a debt. That by Cholamayid, the whole sugya, the whole rationale, the whole basis of the sugya is what's Gishmak later is painful now, and that's what we allow in Cholamayid. So just because Rabbi Yehuda subscribes to that swar by Cholamayid, it doesn't mean he subscribes to that swar anywhere else. For instance, over here, and over here, Rabbi Yehuda will say, no, Human beings are that simple. If it hurts now, it's a bad thing, even though it's going to turn out good later. If it doesn't hurt now, it's a good thing. And therefore, the guy, you're allowed to collect from him three days before his yantif, because right now, what's his emotion? Right now, his emotion is, this stinks. I just have to give $5,000. There's nothing geschmack to it. And therefore, Rabbi Huda says it's okay to do before the yantif. Rabbi doesn't reckon with long-term goal gains. Rabbi doesn't reckon with what's going to be geschmack later. Rabbi Huda, besides the Chalamayim, only reckons with what happens right now. Huh? Yeah. You're allowed to do it on Yantra. It's not a Din Yeah. Yeah. Let's stop here and then.